Hey folks, this is Abel James, and thanks so very much for joining us on another episode of the Fat Burning Man Show, where we talk about real food and real results. Now, since we're in the middle of the holidays at this point, in between podcast interviews, I decided to fire up a live streaming session and do a surprise Ask Me Anything. And so you're about to hear my take on beer, wine, and alcohol, especially during the holidays, how to handle all of that, overeating issues, uh, what to do when you see all the sweets at parties this time of year, how to accidentally write a book, censorship on social media, including how we're censored, (laughs) and even the future of virtual reality. It was really fun. I'm going to be doing a lot more of these live stream, ask me anything, so uh, be sure to Visit ablejames.com, fatburningman.com, because we're going to be announcing when a lot of those are coming up, kind of like live shows. And I'm really psyched about it. It's a great way to interact with you folks and, and really make sure that I'm answering the questions that are on the top of your minds right now, because that's really why I'm here. We're all here to learn. So anyway, before we get to the show, uh, here's a review that came in from username CampFJ, who says, loved it. The Wild Diet is an excellent book. This book literally changed my life. I am down 93 pounds and feel better than I was in my 20s. Wow. Man, that that is incredible. Thank you so much for putting everything that you learned into action. You know, I, I can only give a little template uh, for how to navigate this, hopefully simplify things a little bit, but I know that putting it into action is definitely the most important and difficult part. So congratulations to you. It's all on you. But, um, you know, it makes me think back to when I was coaching Kurt on that ABC TV show to lose, uh, I think it was 87 pounds in about three and a half months. It was, it was truly incredible. But he started at the weight of 352 pounds. So he was too big to do a lot of outdoor things that he really wanted to do. And one in particular that he was psyched about, which really made me excited for him as well, uh, was to go rock climbing. He had never done that before, and he'd been too big for too long to, to ever really do that. And so, um, long story short, uh, this didn't wind up on the TV show, but after he lost all the weight, he sent me a picture of him rock climbing. And, uh, oh man, it just warms the heart. So, Keep in touch with us. Send a note in. Let us know what you're doing, you know, now that you're almost 100 pounds lighter. I can't imagine what that must feel like. So, yeah, write it again. Keep us updated. And if you need a hand, just let us know. And so um, (laughs) if you folks are watching or listening and you've put some wild into your life or you read the book or you listen to the podcast or, or what have you, just like drop me a note. Let me know how you're doing. That's why we're here. Not always great at social media, so the easiest and best way to always find me is going to be at fatburningman.com for the health stuff. Just sign up for the newsletter there, respond to my email. I actually do use it. I have a team that helps me manage all the ins and outs of it, but I try to read every single one that comes in. And who knows, you might your story might wind up on this show, and you might wind up on this show. I really enjoy uh, having some of the listeners of this show uh, on for episodes themselves, especially because... We're all in this together. We're all learning. And and I'm always, uh, from every guest and pretty much everyone I interact with in, in this community, I always learn something. And I hope that you folks do, too. So uh, anyway, yeah, drop a line. Tell me your story. And uh, along those lines, we're doing a lot of stuff that you may have caught wind of, 
but maybe not. For the past few months, coming up on a year now, since we moved to the Rocky Mountains, we've been traveling around the West, did a cross-country road trip this last summer, going to the East Coast and back. And the cool part is we, while we were off-grid, basically, not using uh, internet, and we didn't have it up here in the mountains or while we were traveling, we were learning how to use virtual reality and 360 video. So, Uh, I launched a new show called Adventures with Abel, where uh, Allison and myself, and usually the dog Bailey as well, we go to Yellowstone National Park, Grand Tetons, the Badlands, ancient aliens-y type places like uh, Serpent Mound, a 1,400-foot effigy that happens to be in Ohio, who knew? Pyramids, ruins, it's all coming up, and that'll all be found at abeljames.com, A-B-E-L james.com so you can watch it on your phone on your computer or even on the virtual reality goggles and uh, we have a a couple of different kinds uh, vive and oculus ourselves and it's really gonna mean a lot in the future but anyway i get i get into it a little bit more uh, in response to some of the questions that come up in this live stream so before we get there if you'd like to support us and you're interested in upgrading your health check out Our new venture, which is meant to be uh, the sponsor of our content so we can do this show without having to take on outside sponsorships and advertising and corporate overlords and that sort of thing. So anyway, if you'd like to support us, then go to wildsuperfoods.com, especially if you live in the U.S., that's where we're starting. But we have Future Greens, we have a vitamin D stack, mega omegas, we have probiotics. You can find it all at wildsuperfoods.com. And this time of year, we're always throwing sales. So one more time, that's wildsuperfoods.com. And then if you're, you're interested in the Wild 30 Challenge and some of the other fat loss and fitness things we have coming up, be sure to be signed up to the newsletter at fatburningman.com and check out our little shop for some of the educational programs and cooking classes and all of that. That's all at fatburningman.com. All right, on to the show. In this Q&A live stream, you folks asked about how to handle alcohol, beer, and wine during the holidays, tricks to avoiding sweets at parties and get-togethers this time of year, how to accidentally write a book, uh, what to do about sleep, especially during the holidays, and a cool little thing that I'm trying now, the truth about how our shows are censored on the internet and social media, and much more. I hope you enjoy this one. Here we go. Well, hello there, folks. This is Abel James, and we are live. I'm recording uh, podcast interviews today and some interviews on other folks' shows. So I had a surprise cancellation right here. I've got some extra time for you. So if you have any questions that you want to ask, uh, could be health-related, fitness-related, could be about food in general, or we could talk about things like virtual reality and what it's like to make that, playing the guitar or uh, weird electronic instruments. There are a lot of fun things that will be coming up. So it's kind of fun to do these unannounced. We never know what's going to happen. But uh, I do have a few questions that Allison was kind enough to pull up here that have come in in comments and emails and and the such lately. So uh, considering we're now kind of in the middle of the holidays, I figured that we might want to start with uh, something around Thanksgiving and and Christmas and and the way of eating that usually comes with that sort of thing. So there have been a ton of comments that are all generally the same thing. Like, what do you do when you completely uh, overeat 
especially things that you didn't want to eat or didn't plan to eat uh, during the holidays. And first of all, don't worry. It happens to almost everybody. It's a function of the culture in which we live. And unfortunately, it's a culture that on almost every holiday and all of the non-holidays, they're so commercialized that uh, most people, even if they're giving gifts, they're giving these you know, chemical-laden fruit cakes that have been around since uh, wars long ago. They're giving uh, Russell Stouffer candies that you know taste like stale cardboard. A lot of things are just kind of there. There are always cookies on the table. A lot of times they're store-bought. And so here's the thing around the holidays when you do choose to indulge that's important to be aware of. When you go out to a restaurant or when you're eating you know, at a family member's house, at a company function, or what have you, a lot of times you're eating store-bought food or like mass-manufactured industrial food. And the weird thing is about that, a lot of people know that they shouldn't eat trans fats and they shouldn't eat high fructose corn syrup and they shouldn't eat GMOs and they shouldn't eat all this other ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. But when it's served in restaurants or when it's catered or when it's store bought, a lot of times it's just taken out of the package and put right there. No one even bothers to look at what's in it. And, and a lot of times it's horrible, horrible stuff. So if there's any way that you can, especially around the holidays, if you can find an excuse to get in the kitchen, hopefully with your family or with, with some friends, with people you, people you love, make some of your own treats. Uh, when you do that, you know exactly what's in it. You can sneak real food in there. One that's, um, that's been a big hit for the Thanksgiving that just happened. I saw some comments in the Fat Burning Tribe and some other places about this, or the chocolate cookies. Uh, that recipe is in my book, The Wild Diet. You can also just go to fatburningman.com, uh, type in chocolate cookies. And that recipe should come right up. One of the cool things about it, it's kind of like a, a coconut chocolate macaroon type thing. You can make it low in sugar. It's really forgiving. It doesn't require a whole lot of insane or expensive ingredients, but they're really tasty, really good frozen. And it's a forgiving type of recipe where uh, you don't have to go nuts trying to follow an exact dogmatic plan of the exact measurements of putting things in the way that a lot of our recipes and, and Allison's in particular recipes come to be is by improv. We call them improv cookies. So really if, if you have the, the ratios uh, about right for various types of ingredients, if you're talking about coconut and chocolate, those win. Those things are going to taste delicious no matter what. So you can also um, add in a few different things that you may have. If you have nuts, berries, like get into the festivities yourself in a creative way, if you can, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Does that make sense? Like find a way this holiday season, not just to go and buy a bunch of gifts, not, not to buy a bunch of Russell Stover candies and buy a bunch of other treats that usually come in stockings, like really try to make something. For, for us growing up, we didn't always have that much money. And even as an adult, I, I didn't. So a lot of times we'd be making our own stuff out of necessity. And you, know, you don't realize until later on in life sometimes how much of a blessing that is. And, uh, and especially once you, <laughs> this is a real good reason to get into cooking this time of year because January comes right after. And having worked in the field, field of health for now seven, eight years, you see this happen every single year. There, pretty much most people 
are eating however they want and just kind of letting whatever strict plan they may have been following before that, whether it's keto or vegan or carnivore or what have you. It's like, how many carnivores are going to be eating cookies this Christmas? I think there are going to be quite a few. And uh, so anyway, if you're a vegan and you eat a little bit of meat, or if you're a carnivore and you eat a little bit of cookie, then all of a sudden you're not that label anymore. People freak out. They, they give it up. And so if you've been listening to the Fat Burning Man Show, any recent podcasts, then you know that the average American woman over the course of her life tries 61 different diets. And I can only imagine that that number is going up. 61 different diets. And <laughs> like... Think about that. If you did a new diet every year from the year zero, you'd be 61 years old before you tried your last one. I mean, that is just so insane and so tragic. So this is one of the reasons that it happens. Because the holidays is full of all this treacherous stuff. You have all these uh, usually really poor quality food that's high in sugar and designed to be shelf stable because people know that it's you know, going to be selling for only that that time of year, and you might want to save it for the next season and what have you. So a lot of those those store bought sweets are just awful stuff. And then people give up, and then they start in January with this hardcore, you know, vegan, hardcore keto, hardcore carnivorous diet or what have you. And it's important to, if you can, start January off, start the year off. If you see it as a time of hitting the reset button. And that's something that has worked for you in the past. If you felt like you've learned something from really getting a fresh start in January, then it's a great excuse to do just that. Get rid of all those bad habits. Get rid of all of the labels and identities that you have, especially as attached to eating. And give yourself permission to have common sense as it relates to eating and following your own natural rhythms, your own natural hunger, and that sort of thing. So if you're dealing with that right now, like what happens when you do start indulging in more sugary and and carb-heavy foods and lower-quality foods, is the first thing that happens is you start to get more hungry because there's less nutrition uh, for you. If your hunger is out of whack because you've been eating some lower-quality foods, um, they're designed to hijack your hunger. In the same way that social media feeds are designed to hijack your attention, you know, when you eat sugary stuff, all of a sudden, it can mess with your palate sometimes, especially if you do it more than once or more than a few times or, or habitually during the Novembers and Decembers of the year. But no worries. Just know that your hunger will be hyped up and you don't necessarily have to listen to it as closely as you might have if your body were in good balance. So if that makes sense, uh, you know, for example, if I go and eat just like half a loaf of the banana bread recipe that George Bryant came up with all those years ago that's so delicious and, and on our website and that sort of thing. It's, it's got, I think, four bananas in it if you follow his recipe. So that's more sugar than I'm used to having. If I have that every night or if I really overindulge, then uh, all of a sudden I'm going to be salivating by the evening. You know, I'm going to be like ready to have that sugary thing because you just get used to it like Pavlov's dogs. But if you know, if you're aware that your palate has been hijacked, your cravings have been hijacked, and that you're going to be hungrier than usual, then if you don't honor that, that hunger, that maybe that kind of hyped up empty stomach hunger, but not true hunger, then it's actually kind of good practice for learning a little bit better what true hunger feels like because sugar cravings come from eating sugar, really. They, they tend to go away. Like I don't have them when I don't 
eat sugar. Or when I, you know, I'll still eat fruit and I'll still eat a little bit of sugar, but usually with fiber. And if you don't go out of whack, it's like if you stay in balance with the way that you're eating, usually your, uh, your palate will stay in balance too and your cravings will. So the longer you've been doing this, the more you can kind of dodge all of that. But if you're stuck in the middle of it, manage your false hunger. Know that it's going to be hyped up and somewhat false. But usually what happens is you get really, really hungry. You get those hunger pangs especially in the afternoon and in certain times for certain people, but then it levels off after a little while and then you don't get hungry until later. So try to fill up on the good stuff. Another thing, if you're like going out to holiday parties, if you're out in what's called the real world, then one way to make sure that you're not going to overeat the stuff that really won't serve you is to hit the proteins first. So when you're going up, at a holiday meal, and it's a buffet style, for example, then go and get some of that turkey, put that on your plate first. Don't go, you know, it doesn't have to be a ridiculous amount of turkey. Just make sure that you're like, you're still making your plate correctly, if that makes sense. You know, it should be primarily plant food. So try to get some veg on there. It doesn't matter if it's cooked or raw. Try to get a bit of both if you can. But especially green veg and fiber is a, it's a great time to try to get your veg on during the holidays because the fiber will help to offset all of the spikes in your blood sugar from the cookies and the sweets and that sort of thing. So getting your fiber on will help fill you up. Fiber and protein, those things will help fill you up so that you won't, like what you don't want to have happen is uh, you overeat and then you're really hungry later and then you're kind of fasting, then you're over fasting and then you're so hungry, but the only thing that's there is, is cookies, right? So this kind of avoids that maybe the holidays aren't the best time for fasting. For some people, they can be. For others, not so much. But don't worry. Just try to keep things in balance as much as you can. Try to fill up on the stuff that you know is going to be serving you, that you know is going to give you energy, not take energy away and make you hungry and addicted to food, because it's really a tragedy this time of year. Also, when you're drinking alcohol, it messes with your blood sugar. It messes with your emotions. It messes with your mind messes with almost everything. Your cravings will be out of whack if you're drinking. So drink plenty of water. Make, make sure you hydrate. If you are drinking, do your best to stay away from the super heavy sugary beers. If it tastes really sugary, then it's probably really sugary. And it's like eating several pieces of bread or eating a, a candy bar or what have you. So every time you have a big tasty beer, like enjoy it if you do, but know that it's an indulgence. If you can stick to the lighter side, boring beers, that's going to help <laughs> make January easier potentially. But also like there's something to be said for like if you love beer or you love that indulgent wine or what have you, have some of it. But just like be reasonable too. Just because it's the holidays doesn't mean that like it doesn't count. It, it, it still affects your body and uh, to the extent that you can, it can be. Like the nicer you are, to yourself during the holidays, the easier January and the rest of it is going to be. So enjoy a little bit. Know that your hunger is going to be hijacked fast if that's in your wheelhouse and that, that can help. But also sometimes if you're overeating, you have extra energy uh, for a little bit and then you get really groggy and want to go to sleep. But if you can like try to put some sort of outdoor or exercise activity in that time that like maybe you just ate or you got that that sugar high or whatever like use that sugar high you know what i mean use all those extra calories 
for an extra just like monster lift workout. That's my Monday workout, monster lifts. Every Monday is what I do. And it's basically just, you know, squats and presses and deadlifts and that sort of thing, just in that room right there with what I have at home. But if you can squeeze in an extra monster lift strength training type session, or if you can squeeze some sprints in there, just like go for a bike ride or a jog, not in a guilty way, like I need to burn off all these calories. That's not how it works. It's more just like if you feel like you have extra energy or if you feel sluggish, sometimes uh, physical activity is the best possible thing you could do for your mindset more than anything else, because it's basically cycling your your lymph, cycling your blood, getting fresh nutrients throughout your uh, all the different pieces and component parts and organs of your body. So exercise is, is really a treat. And if you are overindulging, then exercise in some ways will, will be easier because you kind of have unlimited calories to work with. So yeah, if, if you can make an excuse to plan some extra fun physical stuff, especially with family or friends, outdoor activities, it's already the holidays, so you can probably take a little bit of time off. Hopefully you can. So squeeze one of those in there. It's, it's amazing how much these little things, if you just, if you don't completely fall off the wagon, if you keep a few things in balance during the holidays, then like January is not that big of a deal and you really feel good about it. Like you have some momentum going into the year. And then more than anything else, like even though you're in the middle of the holidays and it's full of landmines, actually for the, <laughs> the TV show with Kurt Morgan that was on ABC TV, even though it came out in January, we were doing the whole weight loss challenge and competition during the holidays. It was crazy. So trying to work with Kurt and the other coaches trying to work with everyone during the worst time of the year is, is really tough. It's tough for everybody. We get it. So be good to yourself and resume your normal eating habits. Even if it's in the middle of the week, if it's Sunday and you're so good all week or whatever, and on Sunday you had a whole bunch of cake or you had a whole bunch of pie. I had a whole bunch of pie. It's great. It's delicious. Cookies, whatever. Resume your normal way of eating. Well, your normal balanced, healthy way of eating, right? Just because you colored outside the lines a little bit doesn't mean that you're screwed and the whole thing is going to be wasted effort and that you should now just eat as much junk as possible because that that does happen to a lot of people and that's going to make it a lot harder on you a lot harder on the people around you in the end because uh just a, a little bit of moderation during the holidays is worth so much more than trying to exercise and diet your butt off in january it's just such a it's it's a sad and self-defeating cycle. If that's one that you're in, just like realize or, or try to come to the point where you can see that the first cookie is by far the most delicious. The first bite of the first cookie is the most delicious. It's just downhill from there. So if you're like eating your sixth cookie and it's numb in your mouth now, realize that you don't have to keep eating. Just put it down. You know, anytime that it's not tasting good anymore, even though it should, even though it's the holidays and it's a candy cane or it's a fruit cake or whatever you don't have to eat it you know there's a whole bunch of junk around this time of year and the longer that we've eaten the way that that we do the easier it is to dodge all that stuff and the less it even looks like food so anyway those are just a few tips to help you get through the holidays in any case we'll be there for you in january and february as well we know how all this works but trust yourself build that common sense and know that uh you're 
going to have a shot at being healthy, especially during the holidays, then you're going to have to embrace being the weird guy or gal in the room. You're going to have to get used to being the fluke or the person who's, uh, you know, saying no when everyone else is saying yes. That's okay. And, and eventually, what I've seen happen over and over again, if you're making good calls, if you're making good balanced decisions, people see it show up in your life, and maybe next year they'll be joining you trying to be a little bit more balanced during the holidays. And so we're here for you during the holidays too. And we've got plenty of real food recipes. So if you're wondering how to make cakes, pies, cookies, that sort of thing during the holidays, definitely go to fatburningman.com and type whatever into the search bar, you know, pumpkin pie, delicious, gluten-free, paleo and keto friendly-ish recipes, but all real food. You know, this is the way that Allison and I eat. These are literally the things that we eat. We've got Boston cream pie, apple pie, pumpkin pie, chocolate cookies, ways to make your own chocolate and mint chocolate. Um, all that's for free at fatburningman.com. You can always sign up for the mailing list too and, uh, and get some of the holiday recipes. And of course, the wild diet has some recipes too, but um, the book, but Fat Burning Man is really where you want to go to check out the holiday recipes. We, we also like, since I'm doing new podcasts now, I don't want to freak everyone out and go off the grid again for another year. We're not going to be like recycling old episodes, even holiday episodes of the podcast and shows and putting those out this year. But I would highly encourage you to go to fatburningman.com. Just look up some of the holiday podcasts from, from all the years gone by. Just because it's not new doesn't mean it's not relevant anymore. A lot of this stuff is, is more relevant than ever because people seem more confused about food and eating than ever. So go back and take a listen to uh, some of those episodes around the holidays with with some of the the great cooks. I'm uh, off the top of my head. Um, George Bryant, I remember had a couple of really great holiday episodes that always get me teared up when I listen to them. Oh, cool. This is this is a neat question from Jim. I want to talk about being tired due to it being so dark out this time of year. It's like my DNA knows this time of year, I should be going to bed with the sunset. Darn you, industrial revolution. Yes, Jim, absolutely. I'll, I'm going to admit something right now. Allison and I have been going to sleep at between like eight and nine for the past few months. <laughs> so like a lot of the younger listeners and, and, and watchers and followers are always horrified when I say stuff like that. But here's the thing. We wake up or I wake up at like 4 35 o'clock in the morning and I'm like ready to go. I feel great. Well rested. We're not drinking. We've taken a few months off from that, which has been really nice. We kind of do that in cycles and we'll probably have some champagne or some of uh, dry farm wines during the holidays with our folks and that sort of thing. But um, yeah, we're kind of in the middle of all of this uh, right now on the health kick of going to bed early getting up early. This is the earliest I've ever woken up. And honestly, one of the biggest reasons for this is because we live, even though it's out in the mountains, we're close to an elementary school. And this elementary school has a parking lot right next to it for all the buses. And I don't know how many buses there are, but I can say starting at 5 a.m. till about 7 a.m., all of those buses are backing up at the same time. Beep, beep, beep. It sounds just like an alarm. It's the worst. And then in the afternoon, beep, you know, we're like at 8,000 feet in the Rocky Mountains. And it's like, I love kids. I love that the school's here. But, oh, God. So anyway, it was waking me up every morning at 5, whether I liked it or not. I just decided to kind of stop drinking at all for a while and uh, just experiment with what it felt like to wake up 
a few hours before the sunrise or, or, or maybe an hour before the sunrise. And before the time changed, there was a lot of time in the morning. And I accidentally wrote a poetry book is what happened. <laughs> I spent the mornings you know, just waking up and it's dark out and it's quiet. And I started reading poetry and, and writing some and free writing and journaling and, and getting back into like these old books and literature that I used to love and, and uh, creating again, playing music. Like this morning, I, I got up early and, and sang some songs. I usually don't like singing early in the day because I got that froggy voice. But um, yeah, so Jim, when you're feeling that, just go to bed early if you can and try getting up early. It's not always the easiest thing to do, but I can say after I, I've tried this a few times and it doesn't always work out. I think it's also like different periods of your life. In my 20s, that didn't work for me. In my 30s, I quite like it though. So yeah, especially if you have kids or what have you, go, go to bed at your kid's bedtime and, and see how early you wake up and how well rested you feel. See how much you get done in the morning. See how much easier it is to get that extra workout or, or to write that book you always wanted to write or even learn how to play the ukulele or something. Like if you make space for it and you follow the natural cycles, like our bodies are meant to go to bed after sundown. We live here in the mountains. I don't know if you guys saw, I posted on uh, Instagram and Facebook the other day, a picture of my hand next to a mountain lion track. That's literally, I'm pointing right there where the mountain lion was. And this mountain lion probably outweighs me. There are a few around the area and I know, but it's like, if you're out in the dark, you might get eaten by a lion. This is kind of like going way back to our ancestors, right? Like we would be likely back in camp all together eating. Like if you're camping, you try to get to camp, you know, before sundown so you can set up dinner and all that stuff. And then you feast and then you go to sleep. It's like when you're camping, you go to bed early and you wake up early. You wake up with the sun. So being awake for the sun is one of the best things you can do for your body. One thing I had to give up, though, is playing gigs as a musician out at bars and clubs and all the places that have music. Because, like, I would use, especially playing around Austin when I was doing a bunch of gigs, playing sax and playing uh, guitar and singing with a bunch of different bands. They would, <laughs> like, a lot of times they would start or we would start our set at midnight or 1230. And I had a day job. So it's like at 6 p.m., I'd be like, I, okay, I'm home from work. I guess I should eat, but I've got six hours before I go on stage. And um, I would try to sleep sometimes, but that whole shift sleeping thing, maybe if you're young and you're abusing yourself, you can kind of get away with it for a while. But if you value your, your sleep and your energy during the day, there's almost nothing better than going to bed you know, when after the, not immediately when the sun goes down, but if you're feeling a little sleepy, once it does honor that and honor when you wake up bright eyed and bushy tailed, uh, in the morning as well. We got some folks from Florida. <laughs> What's your skincare routine? Oh, that's a really talk about a horrifying question. You should probably ask Allison what hers is. Cause hers is much better than mine. Although I can say, all right, so we live up here at the, in the mountains, at 8,000 feet, which means we're above a lot of the moisture in the, in the atmosphere. So it's not infrequent. Like the, the past few weeks, it's been 10, 15% humidity, which is so dry that my feet start cracking, like the soles of my feet. I'll go outside in the snow barefoot sometimes. I'm sure that doesn't really help with the cracking or whatever, but like my feet, my hands and all that will start cracking. And so really it, it's the food grade products is all I'll say. That's pretty much all I, I use on anything. 
So like olive oil is one of Allison's favorites. Coconut oil is great too. Shea butter has been really useful for like the dry cracking skin up here in the mountains. And, and for like anyone who is going through a cold winter, usually it's going to be dry with that as well. So a lot of people don't even realize how dry it is. Certainly if you live in Arizona or what have you, or in any deserty type place, it's going to be dry. So uh, moisturizing is not something I'm religious about, but I do know it's important because if I don't do it sometimes, then I'll start bleeding from various joints and various places that move. But I'm not very good about it, except for the fact that I don't really use that many products. <laughs> I don't shower daily. I don't use all of these products and clean myself religiously. Um, thankfully, we don't have to because we kind of live up here, work from home. I like being outdoors. And when you're camping, it's it's like this funny thing. Your body gets used to not being super clean and washing itself all the time. And in fact, when you do use soap every day, for instance, on your body, on your skin, it can remove things that you actually want there that help, for instance, convert the sun's energy into vitamin D. If you're constantly washing yourself or using products, don't automatically assume that it's serving you. If it's food grade, then I say kind of do whatever you want, but know that your skin is an it's the largest organ in your body and it absorbs into your bloodstream and into your body pretty much everything that you've ever put on it. So be really careful with all those chemicals. Be careful with perfumes. Like they're not real. They're fake. They're designed to hijack our senses and it's not good for us. So to the extent you can make it food grade is what I would say. And uh, we'll have Allison on, on the podcast and maybe even on a live stream. It's at one of these points to talk about some of the more female friendly questions like that. Well, hi folks. I studied uh, jazz in London for uh, an exchange term in college. And I found that, uh, that being across the pond was one of the best educational experiences of my life. Actually just being outside of the U S was very educational. Uh, people tend to be pretty myopic here, especially if I know I was, you know, um, but anyway, all of those out there who haven't traveled, please do. Okay. People who are saying my skin looks good. It's just TV magic. Okay. I've got a nice light here. Abel, I've been having some issues with your VR videos stalling. They work better in any particular browser. <laughs> it's interesting. Facebook is pretty bad at 360 videos and VR. These files are huge. They're gigabytes. I mean, literally, we have more than half a terabyte of VR footage from just one of my cameras. So it's taken months <laughs> to upload this stuff. The best place to watch the VR and 360 videos is to probably go to ablejames.com, A-B-E-L, james.com. You can find whatever, if you're looking for the music ones or if you're looking for the adventure ones, you can find them all there or the ones that we've posted so far with many, many, many more to come. And then from there, you can watch our videos on Vimeo. Vimeo is so much better than YouTube. You, just so you guys know, YouTube censors us and has been for years. Facebook does some of that too. <laughs> and also just completely throttle anyone from, from seeing our videos, certain ones that say certain things. So even if you're subscribed, you're not seeing a lot of the stuff we're putting out there. On top of that, YouTube and now Facebook and Instagram, they're, they're putting advertising, which I do not approve of at all, all over all of these videos. Like 
a lot of the videos are still on YouTube, but I'm not putting everything on YouTube. I'm not putting everything on Facebook. <laughs> we're going to put everything on ablejames.com and we're using Vimeo as our host, as, as our main host for the VR videos and the regular videos there because Vimeo doesn't put ads on our videos for all the scammers and all of our competitors and anyone who wants to buy you because you listen to me. I think that's sickening that they can pay for you and there's nothing, or buy my name or, or buy our community or buy our family. Like, that is absolutely sickening to me. They're making money. We're not. We don't approve of it. So if you want the unfiltered stuff, if you want all of it without outside ads, you'll still get some plugs from me, you know, trying to support ourselves with wild superfoods and our educational programs. But Vimeo, just go to Vimeo, type in Abel James, and that's where we're going to be uploading everything. If you're looking specifically in uh, virtual reality with, and, and you have goggles like Oculus or Vive or any of those, we've, we've got a bunch of them. So we've tried a few. It's been a closed ecosystem for a while, but now thankfully they're starting to open it up a little bit, but I would say you can find the most of our virtual reality videos on Veer, V-E-E-R.com or TV. I think it's not TV, something like that. Um, but it's also an app. So it's on all the VR goggles or, or most of them at this point. And you can also access it on your computer. You can look at these videos in augmented reality on your phone as well. One thing that's a little bit tricky on my own website, on ablejames.com, it depends on what device you're using. Like I have an Android uh, phone that I've been using and you can watch the videos and you can like move them around with your finger, but it doesn't move it around automatically in augmented reality until you go into the app of Vimeo and watch those videos or Veer. Also, if you're directly in Facebook and you watch some of the 360 videos, go there. But the videos that have stalled in Facebook are almost unequivocally Facebook's fault. We can try to re-upload them, but Facebook doesn't let you swap out videos that have, that have failed because of them. <laughs> so whenever you see like a junk come out, I know it's happened with live streams, VR videos, Facebook just doesn't have good quality control as it relates to that right now. So we've had a lot of issues with it. At the same time, we're really thankful that there are platforms available to show that crazy kind of 360 virtual reality content because <laughs> they're giant files. It's a new thing. But at the same time, we're providing all this content for free to these platforms. They don't give us anything. <laughs> they basically say, oh, you get free exposure while they're throttling and censoring and putting all these ads for competitors and scammers over all of your stuff. So anyway, <laughs> we don't always love that. But I'm really happy you asked that question because um, if you want our stuff without all of the mind control and manipulation of social media, media and the internet these days, go to ablejames.com, fatburningman.com. The whole plan with all of the, the websites and projects that we do is that none of it has external advertising, external sponsorships, corporate overlords, and all of that crap. We don't like outside advertising when we're listening to it. We don't like to be tricked into buying things or scammed. Um, and I, I don't ever want you to feel like that from our stuff. I don't want to sell you mattresses to tell you that <laughs> you're going to get the best sleep ever. Truth be told, I, I turned down, I won't say which company it was, but I turned down somewhat recently an offer to shoot over in the UK, actually, for a day of video, they were going to pay us 30 or pay me 35 to 40,000 dollars 
And um, I said, no, absolutely not, because it's a company that I just do not agree with. I don't agree with what they're doing. I don't think it's good for the world. I don't want them to use my name and likeness for that sort of junk. So anyway, whenever you're watching content on a platform like this, or like any of the other ones, be just be so careful with what you let in because Silicon Valley is controlling your feed. They're controlling your, you know, consciousness in your device, right? Like so many people now say that we have all of the knowledge in the world at our fingertips, but we have all the BS in the world at our fingertips too. And most likely you find the BS first and who's to know like what's BS and what's true anymore. So just be so careful with um, the platforms that you use. And personally, we have really been switching away from YouTube, both in terms of watching and certainly in, in terms of putting things out, switching away from YouTube, not using Facebook that much, but going for the ones that aren't spoiling all of our content and all of our message with advertising that sells the exact opposite of that, that <laughs> sells the exact scam of that or pretends to be us or whatever. I'm just, I'm so sick of it. Also, while I'm ranting, Amazon, one of the worst, do not buy supplements from Amazon, with some exceptions, I guess. If, if you know it's directly from the company and they're on Amazon, then go for it. But I can tell you, if you look me up on Amazon, you try to find some of my books, you're going to find a lot of people who were pretending to be me with no accountability. And with supplements, knowing a lot of people who have their own health supplement companies, and also going back to cosmetics, this has happened a few times. Allison has bought, I think, like hair cream and face creams. I bought, you know, some like uh, hair gel or something like that that was recommended by uh, my hairdresser in Austin way back in the day. And um, it was all fraudulent. It was fake. We paid like full price for it, but it was totally fake. I asked the, um, I don't remember how it came up, but I was getting my hair cut. And uh, I'm just like, you know, I got that cream that you recommended on Amazon for my hair. It, it didn't smell the same. It seemed kind of weird. It didn't really work. And she's just like, oh yeah, we don't sell on Amazon. It's a total scam. I'm like, what? <laughs> because like you can find all your stuff on Amazon. She's like, no, they just copy our packaging. And we've tried to tell Amazon to take it down, but they won't. It just stays up. And so same thing is true with books. Same thing is true with, with facial cream, with supplements. Now here's the really scary and dangerous part. There's almost no accountability for what these people are actually putting in the bottles and in the pills. And when you send them to a lab for some of these, some of the best selling products on Amazon from some of the top selling health gurus now are complete fakes that might have arsenic or, or cement dust or paint in them. Like there are all sorts of horrible things. And there, there are several independent studies that look at this. Amazon's doing almost nothing about it. I consider buying stuff on Amazon, like buying something on eBay. It's, it's like often used or scratch and dent if you're even getting the product at all that you're supposed to be getting. So really watch out for those, those big platforms, just because they have big names, they are not watching out for you. <laughs> but I, I would say that about these, these various platforms. I don't want to sound hypo hypocritical, like we're on them, but because there are so many big platforms now and that's all 
Those are the only places where people go. It's like, we don't want people to miss us. And also it's like, we're not killing it. We're about breaking even. And so we're doing our best to get out there and, and help as many people as we can. So, uh, okay, this one's from Eric. Just wanted to say, I found out about the wild diet from the show. My diet is better than yours. It helped kick me off on a huge life change, two years in the making. Loved your book. It made so much sense to me and hasn't stopped. Eric, thank you so much for saying that. I, I really think of my book as self-defense more than anything. It doesn't have all the grand answers in it. It doesn't have the silver bullets. It has like the general principles that you'll need that hopefully will stay true for the rest of your life about how to navigate this crazy world of health. So I'm glad that you took the time to read the book. Really appreciate it. Got any wild mince pie recipes? <laughs> Not yet, but who knows? Be careful what you wish for. Real ale or lager, which would be better? Beers are so different. The only thing I would say is um, taste it and see how sweet it is. That's not always the best way to do it, but if it tastes sweet, then like have one, you know? Don't have six or 12, just have one or, or maybe two. But generally, the lighter the color of the beer, the closer it is to seltzer, <laughs> the better off you are. One that I really like actually is the Omission line of beers has a, I think it's like the ultimate light. They've got a lager. Then they've got a pale ale and I think like another pale ale that's even stronger than that. I've tried all of them, all of those anyway, and I like them all. They all taste good. Um, the stronger ones are much higher in carbs. And then the ultimate light has something like five or, or less than that. And also a lot less alcohol. Keep in mind, the reason that alcohol is fat, or there are a few reasons that alcohol is, is fattening or kind of bad for you. Number one, it goes to your liver, needs to be detoxified. And so that kind of interrupts all the natural processes that would be catabolic or fat burning in your body. So it kind of interrupts that, clogs up your liver a little bit, gives it some things to do that uh, are just to basically get rid of that alcohol that you're putting in there. And then the carbs on top of that in, in the beer and in the sugary wine and in the mixtures and what have you is sugar that's just empty calories, but most of the calories are actually coming from the alcohol. So to the extent you can, if you can just drink weaker alcohols. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to do. This is coming from a musician who was paid in alcohol for years. All right. But um, <laughs> if you can try to, if you can cut the alcohol in half, for example, in your mixed drink, then uh, you'll be a lot better off. And you'd be surprised at the buzz you can get from, from so little alcohol. It's like you kind of reach this plateau and then it goes downhill, but the pleasant buzz territory is really on the low alcohol side. A quick note on that. During the holidays, if you are drinking and you enjoy mixed drinks, a go-to drink once, once I realized how to drink without completely sacrificing my health results, seltzer as, as the base mixer, not tonic water because that does have plenty of sugar and, and oftentimes other junk in it. Uh, use seltzer and then a bit of usually a slice of citrus. Keep the rind on there so you get the uh, the oils as well. So grapefruit, lime, lemon, orange, all those are great. Squeeze a little bit of that in there. And then usually the we'll use tequila or vodka or the lighter colored alcohols as the base. So put a little half shot in there, maybe a shot. Don't put in three or 15 or whatever. It really doesn't have to be crazy. But anyway, ice, seltzer, 
little bit of booze, a little bit of citrus, and you're good to go. That's a great drink that you can just kind of roll with. And if you want to be tricky, which you have to be sometimes considering the social situ situation, then if you just refill it with seltzer later on in the night, like people don't harp on you for not being as drunk as they are. It's like, what? You're not drinking? Sometimes people can really be mean and kind of exclude you from groups if you're the one who's not drinking. But if you're drinking something that appears to be a drink, then most people are cool with that <laughs> for some reason. So quick little um, trick on that. Eric says, alcohol is my weakness. Not only does it dehydrate you, it messes with your gut health for a while after stopping. It can take days to get back on track. Yeah, I would totally agree with that, Eric. If you are drinking, just know that it's not great for you. That's fine, especially for, you know, certain drink on special occasions. That's what we do, right? It's not like for some people, it can be helpful to say, I'm never drinking again. There's, there's nothing that would ever change that. But, you know, there's something to be said for just not getting in the habit of drinking, right? Like you don't want to have the habit of drinking, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be absolutely bad for you every single time. It's not really good for your health, but sometimes it can be quite fun or it can be a way to relax or a, a state change. Um, just don't use it as a crutch. It's a really dangerous substance. I think we all kind of know, know about that. One beer to three waters. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So Jim says one beer equals three waters. That's the method. You'll notice you'll only have one beer. That's right. Because if <laughs> you don't want more liquid than that, but that's perfect, Jim, because anytime you can find a little trick like that, use it. We're at our roots, just silly, stubborn animals. And we get in these habits. Most of what we do is unconscious, subconscious, whatever you want to call it just kind of automatic. So to the extent you can take a step back, realize what you're doing, play that little trick on yourself, it'll improve your behavior every time. You know, as I've said this many times, if you bet and Jerry's in your uh, freezer, your brain knows it's there. The highest, you know, concentration of calories, most likely and sugar, like your brain knows that it's there, just like a dog knows where the, where the treats are. So if it's not there, <laughs> then you're not thinking about that all the time. And that tends to help quite a bit. Okay, James asks, Abel, can you speak about the differences or benefits of your green powder versus Organifi green and red? So at this point, I know a lot of people who are running the companies. Um, obviously, the owner of Organifi has been on my show. I've been on his show. And I think Organifi does a good job they're one of the few exceptions where I, I have um, promoted them in the past. And um, there have been a couple of things that like that we learned from by promoting them years ago and having tried it too. There are a few things like ashwagandha, for example, that are in the ingredients that I worry about people taking every single day. The flavor of it, I didn't like to take as a like daily supplement, but I don't know if it's necessarily built as a daily supplement. And then like the biggest thing that I didn't want to have happen was that some of the containers, even though they're pretty expensive, would come without very much in it, kind of like chips, right? Like you open up a bag of chips and it's like, I thought it was this big and it's just like this tiny little thing down at the bottom. And so there are quite a few companies that like sell bigger containers that look like they they're bigger than they are. So I can say that 
I think they're doing a good job. I don't know that much about Organifi specifically, except for the fact that we've tried them. As far as Future Greens goes and how it's different, you definitely get more servings. You get bigger servings in the canister for, I think, about the same amount of money. We might even be a little cheaper. I haven't checked in a while. But I can say Organifi is definitely one of the better ones that's out there. There are a lot of terrible powders. Most of them taste like like fish tank. You know, it's like this... As soon as it hits your lips, you're like, I don't want this anymore. It tastes like algae or it tastes... So there are some that taste better than others. Um, Athletic Greens, I remember they've been around for a long, long time. Um, I had their owner on my show many years ago, um, Chris, the Kiwi. And there are some folks who are really doing a good job and a decent job. And then there are a lot of copycats out there who are doing a horrible job. And there are a lot of big companies out there who are just doing okay. But yeah, I think it's really good to compare the different things that are out there. What I can say is that for everything that, that Allison and I sell to you guys through Wild Superfoods, these are literally our favorite supplements that we take every day and have been for many years now, like literally more than five, maybe seven years. We've been using pretty much exactly the same source for those that we started with, with Wild Superfoods. And I don't want to say too much right now because there are going to be more coming soon. And we really look forward. Right now we're doing shelf stable stuff with Wild Superfoods. Like the Future Greens are probably my favorite right now. But the others, the Vitamin D, the Mega Omegas, you know, and the probiotics, I take those on a daily basis as well. And I consider those as as something that it's like, Unless the science changes, unless we totally change our minds, which could, which could definitely happen, these seem to be the things that humans are deficient in and should likely be supplementing with for pretty much the rest of their lives. You know, like <laughs> when you're talking about future greens, all the different, you know, over a dozen, over 20 actually different fruits, adaptogens, veggies, berries, roots, and all sorts of different things. You should have diversity in your diet. You should have greens in your diet. And also the chlorella, spirulina, and a few other uh, components of future greens and greens powders in general can help you detoxify. So I, I consider chlorella, spirulina specifically, they taste horrible. But if you mix them in just the right way, then you can kind of get the detoxifying benefits, a little bit of protein from them as well, uh, and, and chlorophyll and all sorts of different things without having to taste the fish tank. <laughs> so that's kind of the goal. And we do the best we can. But if there's anything that you'd like to see from us, or if there are certain things that you don't like from what we're doing, just let us know. That's, you know, we're trying to do this with you. You're our community. And we certainly appreciate it. Are you going to write any new cookbooks? Uh, this is from Misty. Thanks for the question, Misty. Yes, I bet we will, but not with big publishers who are trying to censor us too, or trying to turn us into fads or trying to do whatever they do. Working with publishers is not always the best thing. You can ask any author. So yeah, we'll probably write more, but even more likely the whole apps thing. We had one of the best selling apps in the world, actually six number one apps in the world and could barely break even because Apple takes so much money and charges so much money 
that you don't get a customer service email address if there's anything that goes wrong and they make you redevelop all of your apps over and over again, which costs like 10 grand a pop, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. So anyway, we're publishing all of our new recipes and all of our old recipes at fatburningman.com. So go there, I would say, if you want the most recipes. Our apps are still good, especially uh, Caveman Feast, but we don't plan on doing a whole bunch more apps partnering with Apple. We don't plan on doing a whole bunch, bunch more, but I've written more books that we're going to release on our own, but I'm not sure I'm going to be partnering up with publishers that much. It's, um, it really is a minefield, unfortunately. So look forward to lots more new recipes and cooking videos. We'll be doing plenty of those, maybe even cooking live streams. We've got some new cool gear, but yeah, don't, don't look out in the in the bookstores for us anytime soon that's why the wild diet is there unfortunately i don't think bookstores are going to be you know i wish more people read books but the internet that's available on people's phones sometimes is the most convenient thing for recipes in particular so uh yeah eric says be the weird guy in the room that's not grossly overweight it's okay i agree it's okay all right, Melissa just won third place in the Wild Superfoods giveaway. We're going to be giving away so much cool stuff. Congrats, Melissa. We love doing giveaways. It's just fun. If we could give all of our stuff away for free and find a way to pay the bills, we would totally do that. We're almost doing that. But um, but yeah, we're very thankful for the support that you guys do give us. And one thing I thought of just the other day is hopefully we'll be able to set up a little button underneath some of the live streams or videos where it just says, buy Able a coffee, where you donate three bucks or five bucks or whatever. And um, I would, of course, include a free book or, or something for that. But right now, you guys don't really have a way to support us that way. And um, I think that's something that we'll probably try setting up. So if you have any uh, ideas on how you think that could work well, maybe something you've seen work well for someone else you follow. Let us know. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, Marco says, with less sun time during the day, like here in Calgary right now, would you supplement with vitamin D? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, so I am not an absolute expert in all of the different physiological reasons why uh, you should focus on vitamin D3 specifically compared to D2 or just, you know, like, that level of specificity I reserve for the true experts, but fortunately, uh, my mom is a nurse practitioner and is very much into a lot of these things. And she was the one for many, I can't remember when I started taking vitamin D, probably much longer than a decade ago. And I think even when I was a kid, we would supplement somewhat uh, growing up in the household. But um, vitamin D is one, especially if you're not getting sun. We grew up in New Hampshire and didn't get enough. And uh, vitamin D can be especially useful if you're not out in the sun. And even if you are, a lot of times, if, if you test your levels of vitamin D, you'll be surprised at how low they are, even if you do get a, a fair amount of sun. Eric says, not drinking any alcohol really helps with great sleep. You sleep so much deeper once you stop for a long enough time. I would definitely agree with that. Oh, Allison just piped in. Uh, she says, daily homemade bone broth is the best skincare routine. I didn't even think about that. Thanks, Allison. Yeah, we drink bone broth pretty much every day. So I'm sure that's one thing that that certainly helps with, uh, with skin. Collagen, all the various nutrients and minerals that are in a proper homemade broth certainly um, science doesn't even know about. So I'm sure that that's 
that is honestly a big reason why we have the health that we do. Work out without showering after a sweaty session <laughs> from Claudia. That's a good time to take a shower, I would think. Um, but if I'm here at my own house, maybe not. It depends on how sweaty you get. And, and like, do you really need to scrub down absolutely all of your body with suds that remove basically the top layer of your skin every single day, every single time you work out? That's the thing that I'm that I'm saying may not be serving everybody. I know that I am super sensitive. My skin freaks out. Um, I remember back in the day when I started going through puberty, trying deodorant for the first time, I got a huge rash from trying Old Spice, from trying um, basically anything that was purple or blue. Just made my skin freak out. I would get like kind of sick and feel terrible. It's because this stuff is all <laughs> poison. Like most of the over-the-counter or, or, or like drugstore CVS type cosmetic products, it's just toxic. There's like no doubt about it. Uh, and it's horrible for you. It's pretty well known if you just look into it. And after a while, it really doesn't smell good either. So yeah, I hope that helps. Alan says, the VR videos are so cool. Love the traveling show. Awesome. I'm glad you like it. I know they're kind of weird sometimes, but once you, the trick is finding your best way to view it where, where you get that either virtual reality or augmented reality effect, because otherwise you just don't, you don't get the full experience. It's wacky. This new technology I think will be powerful stuff for education because you really feel like you're there. And for us, like Allison and I have been traveling to so many fun places and so many wacky places that I know a lot of other people might not be able to go. And so it's, it's great fun to share a slice of our life and uh, a bit of our education with everyone else out there by doing these videos. It's just fun. <laughs> so thank you for watching. Uh, Romy, I hope I'm saying your name out, uh, name right. I assume about the Amazon stuff. They say they have great reviews that you can tell are fake. This is one thing I know for a fact. I know plenty of people who hire armies of fake reviews. I know plenty of health experts who you know too, <laughs> who have thousands, thousands, maybe even millions of fake followers that have been bought and Oof. I can't say too much publicly. I don't feel comfortable. And I don't want to shoot anyone down. But at the same time, just be careful. Like reading reviews online, don't assume that they're true, unfortunately. Don't assume that like anything you find. Don't assume that the product that you found is, is real, you know, if you're buying it from Amazon. I, I wish I didn't have to say that. Don't assume that what you see on Facebook is true or anywhere else. You know, it's, it's, we really have to put up our uh, our shields more than than ever, I think. Okay, this one's from Jeffrey. Hi, Abel, thank you. I lost 35 pounds thanks to everything I've learned in the wild diet. Nuts are one of the hardest ingredients for me to understand and research online. I hear some nuts are fats and some are heavy in protein. And also in a day, what's the appropriate amount to consume? Do you have any tips or resources on this? Cashews, almonds, Brazilian nuts, pine, etc. Can you share your top five and how much of it you eat per day and per week? Just curious. Thanks. Very nice question. So as it comes to nuts or as it relates to nuts, I eat them almost every day. And I don't think it's as important as important to focus on like how many carbs and how much protein is in all of these various nuts. What I think is important is getting diversity in your diet. So 
What Allison does is makes this wonderful gorp, like a trail mix, where we have, usually it'll be macadamia nuts, Brazil nuts, sometimes pecans or walnuts. We'll throw peanuts in there. We're not afraid of peanuts. We really like them. They're technically legumes. They can be higher in carbs than some of the other nuts, although not all of them. Uh, I forgot cashews are almost always one of the big ones we put in there too. We'll put some uh, shredded coconut a lot of the time, mulberries, goji berries, other little, little things to make it a little sweet. And so then I'll just eat, as far as amounts go, I'll have a small handful or two <laughs> of corp. I'll have if you added it up over the course of the day with all of the treats and stuff, because we put, you know, some maybe like almond meals or, or, or various nuts into some of our baked goods. I don't know. Maybe it would be the equivalent of like four or five small handfuls a day. Not big handfuls. It's hard to quantify. I don't count, though. Don't go overboard with nuts, though, because they can be really high in the more inflammatory omega-6s. A lot of nuts can be rancid. Find a good source for your Brazil nuts because most of them are rancid or, or moldy. Don't eat mold. It's really bad and it tastes horrible. Uh, it'll ruin the whole gorp. But yeah, eat nuts. Eat the ones that you like. Try to eat a nice, I guess, smorgasbord or cornucopia of all the foods that you eat because each one of these different kinds of nuts is going to have uh, a different type or a different uh, spectrum of nutrients in it and a uh, different spectrum of anti-nutrients in it as well. You don't want to overload yourself on just Brazil nuts or just peanuts or what have you. We really try to get the diversity back in our diets and it's a lot of fun too. Uh, Melissa says, I'm re-listening to the audiobook. I love that you narrate it. Right on. It was great fun to narrate. I actually, fun fact, the Swamp Thing music album I recorded at the beginning of that week and I did the audiobook at the end of the same week. And I lost my voice for days, almost like a couple of weeks. I like, couldn't really talk. My voice is so tired. So that was a great time to learn um, a little bit of moderation myself. Dave Asprey recommends using alpha lipoic acid before drinking alcohol. <laughs> have you ever tried it? Yeah, I'm sure I have. Alpha lipoic acid is one of the things that I've taken before. What I notice about alpha lipoic acid is that it really upsets my stomach if I don't have it on a full stomach. But since I'm fasting most of the day, then I don't usually take it. And when it comes to taking supplements around the time that you drink alcohol, I don't know. There's a lot of hocus pocus to that. Although I can say that activated charcoal might help with hangovers or help you detoxify. So we'll take activated charcoal sometimes. And does it help? I think so. I don't know. There's not really a great way to tell, but I would say give it a shot. Give activated charcoal a shot before you start like taking a whole bunch of nutrients with alcohol. Because as much as science likes to say it has all the answers and knows everything, it really doesn't. And uh, if something upsets my stomach, I'm just not going to take it like that. It's just, oh, Justin says the future greens is different because it tastes much better. Thank you, Justin. I'll, uh, I'll let you speak for that. <laughs> uh, Nora says she likes athletic greens and also do amazing green. So those are some other good ones out there. Jim says Apple's in a lawsuit right now about owning a monopoly on their devices. And it's currently at the su Supreme Court level. I did not know that, but I really do hope that we can <laughs> clean up the ethics online and social media uh, soon. Because 
man, is it bad out there. It's just nasty. <laughs> we, we can kind of like disconnect and unplug sometimes, but I just, I feel guilty doing that because I know how misled some people are being right now. And that's why I started this whole show. Like, lest, lest we forget, I was overweight and sick and didn't know what to do because I was listening to the wrong advice. That's why I started this. And so um, I'm never going to turn back on that. Like <laughs> when I see BS out there, people are going to be lampooned. I'm going to try to get you the truth if I can. So uh, I guess on that note, I would just like to thank you once more for joining in. There's just so many great comments came in. I didn't have time to read them all or get through them all. But hopefully next time we'll, we'll start announcing these. And if you do have questions in the meantime, sign up for my mailing list over at fatburningman.com. Reply to the email with the freebies that I'll send to you with your question. And uh, I go through those every month and, uh, and pick out ones for the podcast to ask my guests for the live streams and, and all the rest of it. If you'd like to support us, please go to fatburningman.com purchase one of our educational programs or check out wildsuperfoods.com if you want some future greens or health supplements. Allison and I started that, that venture ourselves. So it's a way to sponsor our own content for you guys. Uh, and actually, uh, uh, yeah, we're still running, let's see, buy three future greens, get one free. So you get, you pay for two and you get three. So go to wildsuperfoods.com for that. And then ablejames.com is where you're going to find uh, hopefully some of the new poetry I'll be releasing soon, the Adventures with Abel 360 VR series, and uh, all of the music. And there are a lot of surprises as far as that goes coming out soon. So once again, this is Abel signing off. Thank you so much for joining in this live stream. And I look forward to uh, connecting with you next time. Cheers. Hey there, listener. Thanks so much for listening to the very end of this episode as a special bonus I'm including a new original song that I made up just for you live on the spot as part of my new improv music video series. I hope you like it. You can check out hundreds of these original songs and more for free at ablejames.com. Here we go. Let me wait. Let me wait. Let me wait.
This episode is brought to you by listeners like you and Future Greens. Let me ask you something. Did you eat your veggies today? All of them? Believe it or not, fewer than 10% of adults and children in America get their recommended fruits and veggies in daily. That is absolutely atrocious. And many millions of us are suffering from disease, obesity, and ill health as a direct result. So my wife Allison and I decided to do something about it. Now you can double your intake of fruits and veggies in less than 60 seconds without the sugar or carbs. We're excited to bring you our new superfood greens powder called Future Greens to make it easy to get organic, nutrient-dense veggies in every day, no matter where you are. Future Greens is packed with vitamins, minerals, and filling prebiotic fiber from whole organic veggies, sprouts, algaes, and berries, including kale, beet, parsley, collard greens, cauliflower sprouts, broccoli sprouts, spirulina, chlorella, blueberries, raspberries, and much more. Since Future Greens is preserved, you can get your greens on even when fresh produce, salads, and smoothies are far out of reach. Future Greens makes getting nutrition easy, and it tastes great if I do say so myself. Future Greens is a smart and convenient source of nutrition for disaster preparedness, road trips, camping, athletics, and more. It travels great in the car, on the plane, or in a spaceship. Just make sure you activate artificial gravity before opening. Basically, it's like vegetables from the future. So if you're looking to increase your energy and health without the crash from caffeine or sugar, meet your new best friend, Future Greens. As a listener of Fat Burning Man, you can get a 20% discount to try it yourself right now. Just visit fatburningman.com forward slash greens to get over 20% off when you subscribe and save. You'll get our coolest new concoction from Wild Superfoods called Future Greens. Again, just head on over to fatburningman.com forward slash greens to get over 20% off your purchase. We'll see you there. Well, hey there, listener. This is Abel one more time, and I just want to say thank you for listening to this episode of the Fat-Burning Man Show. If you liked it, don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you might be listening to or watching this show right now. And if you have a second, 
please leave me a quick review for the Fat Burning Man Show. I read every single one of them, and every time you leave a review, it gives us a little boost in the rankings, and that helps other people find this show. And if you can think of someone else who might enjoy and benefit from this free show, please take a second to share it with a friend or a family member. And if they're like, what is this fat burning man thing? That's a really silly name. You could be like, you're right, but here's the deal. We've recorded over 250 episodes of the fat burning man show with thought leaders in health from all over the world. And so far we've won four awards hitting number one in health in more than eight countries internationally. We have more than 30 million downloads already, but we're just getting started. I can't believe any of this, by the way, and couldn't do any of this without you. So thanks once again. But here's some more good news. You can download and listen to every single episode of the Fat Burning Man Show for free with zero outside advertisements, no outside sponsors, and no corporate overlords. All you have to do is type in fatburningman.com. We'll give you a, a second here just to type it in, fatburningman.com. And you'll get all the show notes, transcripts, and video and audio versions for all the past episodes of the Fat Burning Man Show for free. Better yet, enter your email at fatburningman.com, sign up for my newsletter, and I'll even send you a quick start guide so you can take your health into your own hands right now along with a few of our ridiculously tasty recipes as a special thanks for signing up. Once again, just go to fatburningman.com right now. Enter your best email to get your free goodies with a bonus surprise straight to your inbox. This is Abel James signing off. Thank you so much for listening once again, and have a great week.